The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This is Anthony Cazenza with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. I hope you are all doing well on this Monday. Hope you all had a great weekend. We've got a lot to get to on this Monday news jump. I got to tell you, too, for those of you who normally join us live and, um, uh, you know, check check out this Monday news jump. What One of the things that I do is I like to share screen my screen and share links to so you can see what I'm kind of looking at here. Um, unfortunately, today uh, I have to call a little bit of an audible. My laptop that I usually use, the the computer that I usually use, is in the shop getting some work done. So I've had to go with an iPad today. A uh, little Apple plug there. I had to go with an iPad today, so I won't be able to really share my screen as much as I would like. Uh, just really going to be for today, but I will urge you to look at cincyjungle.com keep an eye on twitter.com as well to to reference some of the things that i uh, am going to be talking about not only as it pertains to the cincinnati Bengals, but around the nfl as well so let's kind of get to it uh good to see some familiar faces and names in in the live chat uh especially want to shout out jimmy foster who uh has his own podcast had a great episode of uh, Bengal Jim and Friends last night. If you haven't checked that out, go do so. David Fulcher was the guest on his podcast. Very, very cool show. Good to see Jimmy and all of you as well. Um, good to see everybody. So let's get to it. Not a great day on Monday for the Cincinnati Bengals. Not a good start to the week for the Cincinnati Bengals in terms of injuries, in terms of all kinds of news. It was, I believe, the first day of direct media coverage with training camp and the Bengals. So media got a little bit of exposure, firsthand exposure at practice, got to interview folks, uh, players after the, after the practice ended, which ended a little bit ago. Hence why we started a little later today as well. Not only the computer issue I mentioned earlier, but uh, the fact that training camp practice was ending. And then obviously we'd have more news to get to. So first and foremost, let's go back. Let's rewind a little bit. Uh, it's kind of old news, but has resurfaced in new ways on Monday. Trey Waynes, one of the big free agent acquisitions for the Cincinnati Bengals. It has been confirmed. He has a torn pectoral muscle. He underwent surgery. I guess it was successful, 
but just about as bad of, you know, in terms of that injury, it wasn't a minor one. He had to undergo surgery. So the timeline there, probably looking at a November return uh, by some timelines, you know, I think two months, three months is kind of to be expected. You know, you figure also uh, this, this surgery and then, you know, you got to get back into playing shape and all that kind of stuff. So you got to figure that Trey Waynes is going to be out of the lineup for a while in comes Darius Phillips, who was getting kind of the first team reps as the boundary corner opposite of William Jackson in place of uh, Trey Waynes, uh, that who would normally man that spot. So you've got Mackenzie Alexander still inside as your slot guy. Uh, you've got Darius Phillips now moving up from basically kind of the number four corner to now a number two corner because of Trey Wayne's injury there. Um, and then, you know, you've got uh, some other depth there. The Bengals also brought in LaShawn Sims, a guy that Lou Anarumo has talked up in recent weeks. And, and, you know, there is some depth there, but you know, you don't like to see Trey Wayne's go down at all, especially since he has yet to play a down of, of football for this team. Um, you know, one of their big free agency acquisitions, unfortunately, you have to wonder what this is going to do in the mindset of, of Mike Brown, Katie Blackburn, et cetera, as it goes to free age outside free agency acquisitions in years ahead. So, you know, we have to, we have to kind of see what, what plays out with this injury. It's, it is a pretty severe one and one that is uh, somewhat significant. So I'm seeing a lot of comments about AJ Green, AJ Green, AJ Green. Yes, another training camp and another injury, second year in a row for AJ Green. The good news is this seems far, far, far less severe than what he the the ankle injury that cost him all of last season. This seems as if it's going to be a left hamstring pull or tweak. Um, Zach Taylor said after practice that. AJ should be fine. They let him rest at the end of, of practice and they're going to see where he's at tomorrow. So it sounds like it's kind of the somewhat routine uh, injuries that you get in the early parts of camp preseason, that sort of thing. T Higgins is experiencing the same thing. So wide receiver depth is uh, as my, my illustrious co-host John Sheeran on the orange and black insider podcast as he put it on cincyjungle.com, there are some takeaways at Monday's practice at training camp. He wrote that up. Uh, the depth at corner and wide receiver will be tested. So go check out what he wrote about that. Um, really referencing the fact that AJ Green and T Higgins, two arguably your two most um, explosive and re- dynamic red zone weapons at the wide receiver position are, are currently injured. Now both seem to be very minor again, hamstring issues. So, I don't think there's a lot to be worried about there, uh, but I think you hear AJ injured in camp again, and you just got to throw up your hands. Ah, you know, but I think, I think he's going to be okay. Uh, Paul Croft, who day from the UK. How are you doing, Paul? Good to, good to hang out with you. I'm, I'm way on the other side of the, the world from you, but thanks for joining us, man. Uh, thank you all for joining us as well. We're going to get to more Bengals news and NFL news. Again, I'm Anthony Cazenza with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. If you're new to our podcast, we do this Monday show. We do a weekly longer in-depth analysis show on Wednesday nights. And then we, for most of the Fridays throughout the month, we do listener questions live. I also have a couple of uh, announcements as it pertains to this show, the Cincy Jungle website, and the regular season, whatever that may look like for the NFL. And I'll get to that before we sign off here. But let's talk more 
bad news when it comes to the Cincinnati Bengals and Rennell Wren. Another position group being hit hard by injuries is defensive tackle. Now, thankfully, with the Ryan Glasgow injury, the Bengals made a move in getting Mike Daniels. When I took the air last Monday, this that deal was being finalized. It is a one-year deal. Um, I think it's worth up to $2.7 million, I believe. Um, so that is a nice, a, a nice acquisition on the defensive line, kind of a rental deal for a guy that's up there in age but still could be effective, especially as – a rotational player but defensive tackle and defensive line took another hit in big defensive lineman second year guy Rennell Wren a guy that a lot of people have high hopes for in this second year to step up and uh, you know really uh, help th- help the line out in terms of the rotation and be an effective player potentially the team also lost Josh Tupo uh, he opted out of the season Rennell Wren was already injured uh, early on. He returned to practice uh, as of the last couple of days. And then today he gets carted off with an in- injury. It, it doesn't seem, it, we don't seem to have much information on it in terms of severity. Uh, you know, the, the look and some of the pictures and videos and things that I have seen, um, you know, he's not grasping an ankle or a knee or anything like that as he's being carted off. His legs were actually stretched outward, uh, straight outward. Um, whatever that may mean. I mean, you know, that could be anything from an Achilles to an ankle injury to, you know, just uh, rolled, rolled something and he's going to be okay. We don't really know the full extent of it yet, but Renell Wren does appear to be, uh, have a, at least a somewhat significant injury being carted off the field at Bengals practice on Monday. I'm seeing some questions, you know, Aaron Powell, does every team have all these injuries? We'll get to some of those news and notes in a little bit as well, but you know, it does seem that the Bengals have a, a worse streak of luck when it comes to injuries, prevention of injuries, etc. We talked about this on a previous episode of the Orange and Black Insider where you almost have to wonder, I said earlier in this show, you know, what is this, what does the Trey Wayne's injury mean to Mike Brown and company about outside free agency going forward? Are they going to be gun shy again? Like they were after Antonio Bryant, Lavernius Coles, Terrell Owens, all, all of these guys, are they going to be gun shy again when it comes to outside free agency after being, making such splash moves this year? Uh, does the Trey Wayne's injury affect them in that regard? We don't know. Uh, it's possible, but my opinion is if I was sitting in that man's seat or of the Bengals brain trust, if I was in that table and in that discussion, it would cause me to maybe take a look at the medical staff, the conditioning staff, the injury prevention staff, and make sure that you kind of create your own luck in this way by providing top-notch service, top-notch professionals in this. Now, I do know that Zach Taylor, when he came aboard, as the head coach last year, he did overhaul the strength and conditioning staff to bring in some uh, fresh kind of younger guys on that side of the, on that side of the house. But there, you know, to me, this would make me cause, uh, cause me to look at that kind of scenario to ensure that my players are getting the top notch treatment, not saying they are or are not Um, the, the Trey Wayne situation and these other guys getting injured and the Bengals experiencing so many high, high amount of significant injuries to significant players in recent years would definitely cause me to at least reassess everything there. 
Uh, let's keep going with some Bengals news. Let's go on the positive side of things. Joe Burrow apparently is looking great in practice. Now, again, it's it's kind of walk. It has been walkthroughs. Uh, past couple of days has kind of been the, the helmets and shells and all that kind of stuff. Um, still light contact, et cetera. But from that, he looks great. The ball's coming out of his hand well, and he's hitting a lot of rec- receivers with high accuracy. Um, you know, there is there are players being covered now. There is a little bit of contact from a receiver to defensive back standpoint. So there's going to be some contested throws, et cetera. But apparently he has looked from what from what I've gathered on reports, he is looking pretty good on uh, a lot of different fronts. So good news on Joe Burrow looking pretty good there. Uh, the the other issue, uh, as I mentioned, and by the way, I want to I want to reiterate. Normally, I share my screen so you can see these articles. Unfortunately, I'm doing this via iPad, and uh, that's just not really uh, a viable option here with what I do. But we're just kind of plain substitute i guess this week it'll be uh it'll be back to normal by the time wednesday and other shows roll around um so sean williams is uh a guy who uh, i guess has been doing a lot of different off-season workouts because of the pandemic and other uh items and he feels as if there are a lot of uh you know yoga and that sort of thing is going to help him with mobility and, and all of those sorts of things. I was doing yoga, which I've always done, but doing more of it, a lot of things about mobility and quickness, because I think that's one of my strengths and just something I want to capitalize on, on being more athletic. So, um, you know, other guys, Joe Burrow, AJ Green, et cetera, they've been doing all kinds of different off-season workouts. If you go on AJ Green's Instagram, you can see some of the stuff he had been doing in the summer months as well. So, uh, guys, you know, the, the Bengals, kudos to them, even though the injuries kind of piled up on Monday uh, on some of these names we're talking about. But, you know, kudos to the players they're doing. They they kept themselves in good shape. DJ Reader, I think, has lost about 20 pounds or so since uh, his playing weight with the Texans. And on Monday, here's another little bit of news. On Monday, as he addressed the media, he claims, <laughs> and we kind of laugh about this because every player says this, but he claims he's in the best shape of his life. Uh, and I think that the strategic, I worry about the, the shedding of weight a little bit because he was a very effective player at that size on the Houston defensive line. But I do think that this team wants to be very multiple and very diverse up front in what they do, moving all those pieces around and letting them play in different positions on the front of that def- defense. So I think that that's a little, that also played into reader maybe looking into uh, losing some of that weight. So, uh, you know, some of these guys are talking about going through different workouts as of late and what they've had to do to kind of maintain their conditioning in the pandemic. Uh, Going through, by the way, this is courtesy of Patrick Judas on CincyJungle.com. It's the Bengals news links. Uh, The NFL betting, uh, if you're, if you are one who likes to place bets and wants to bet on the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, you can win a possible $1.2 million on the long shot Bengals odds. Uh, One, one thing that I do want to share with you as well. I did receive uh, an email from Pete Watt, who is with, um, 
oddschecker.com. So if you go to oddschecker.com, here are some interesting lines for the Cincinnati Bengals in terms of uh, they're, they're plus 155 in, to win the opener against the Los Angeles Chargers. They're plus 3,000 to win the AFC North, which is uh, the fourth favorite of four. <laughs> uh, and by the way, the plus 155 odds for winning the opener against the Chargers, they're the second favorite, meaning second favorite of two. Uh, they, to win the AFC, they are, you got a plus 4,000 odds occurring, uh, according to oddschecker.com. That's the 15th favorite to win the Super Bowl. They are the 30th favorite plus 17,000 Joe Burrow to win the MVP plus 15,000, which is the 40th favorite in terms of overall players, Joe Burrow to win offensive rookie of the year. He is the first favorite at plus 240 and Akeem Davis Gaither to win defensive rookie of the year as at plus 6,600 uh, or the 25th favorite. So if you're a betting man or woman, oddschecker.com has you covered. You can go check out all the, all the different odds as it, pertains to the Cincinnati Bengals they are not predicted to do very well by the odds makers and a lot of different uh and a lot of different ways so uh that's go go to oddschecker.com Pete Watt was a guy that uh is my contact there and he's been sending me some data as it pertains to that let's keep moving on the the Bengals weren't the only team that unfortunately suffered some uh, major injuries. There were a lot of uh, injured players that, that they think Jalen Hurd, a receiver for the 49ers. They fear he tore a knee ligament. Uh, Gerald McCoy, who just signed with the Cowboys. If you remember, the Bengals flirted with bringing Gerald McCoy in last year uh, on their defensive line. And uh, he, he ended up, I believe, with um the the panthers for a year and then he just went over to the cowboys and it appears that uh there's a leg injury they don't know how severe that one is but i've also heard you know knee ligaments there uh oh here it is right here as of an hour ago he's going to have season ending ending surgery for gerald mccoy so not a not good news there and unfortunately you know this goes back to some of your guys's questions in terms of you know, do other teams have this? Do other teams suffer these injuries? Yes. Um, I, I do think, like I said, though, this news is, is a bit exacerbated by the fact that media coverage, uh, direct media coverage, they've been allowed back near the field, whereas, you know, in, in recent practices, they really weren't uh, allowed there because of the pandemic stuff. So I think now that they're there, you know, you're getting clearer shots of guys getting hurt and, you know, word spreads a little quicker in terms of that. And also the, it's, it's just part of the, the fact that the practices are ramping up in terms of the physicality and what's going on on those practices. So, uh, you know, it, it happens. And uh, unfortunately it happens a little more frequently, it seems with the Cincinnati Bengals, but um, that's, uh, a couple of news and notes. I'm seeing our good friend Mike Holbrook say, say that Des Bryant uh, is practicing with the Raven or uh, trying out with the Ravens potentially. Haven't seen that officially, but uh, that I'm sure that's probably floating out there. That would be an interesting acquisition because that team has seemingly done a lot at tight end and wide receiver uh, the past couple of years. So um, you know that's that's an interesting acquisition if they go that route, but. 
a little bit of that. Also, in terms of AFC North news, and we're going to get out of here in just a couple minutes, but in terms of more AFC North news, Ben Roethlisberger was out at Steelers practice. He was meaning he was practicing, not out of. He was out there practicing uh, at Steelers practice. But uh, Marquise Pouncey and David DeCastro were not. Uh, two of the linchpins on that offensive line for the Steelers, I heard they were not out at practice as of Monday. Um, I, I don't think there's anything in crazy going on with those two, but uh, definitely noticeable absences. Um, and a, a notable return of Ben Roethlisberger to uh, the practice field. So that's uh, a little bit more on the AFC North, but we're going to wrap up here. You know, it's been a busy Monday and unfortunately it's been busy in the ways that most Bengal fans would not hope that it would be uh, because of injuries and whatnot, but uh, you know, Hey, it happens to every team. Uh, some of the ones we either don't know about as it, comes with Rennell Wren, or they don't seem to be very severe as it goes with A.J. Green, T. Higgins, etc. It's more of a resting type of situation of a of a hamstring tweak there. So that's kind of getting you up to date as far as uh, a lot of news with the team and uh, around the NFL. Let me do one last look to see if I forgot anything else. Uh, around the league. Um, you see a little, a little bit from, uh, Melvin Gordon struggling with the Denver altitude. That's interesting. He was with the Los Angeles chargers, uh, the past handful of years and went over to Denver. Now I guess he's having trouble with the conditioning there. Um, and, uh, yeah, jets are signing Chris Hogan. So, uh, not, not too much else around the league. Now I, I said before, uh, we got out of here. We're going to do a couple of announcements. Um, n- number one, again, if you're new to this podcast or maybe you only tune in for the news thing, we do have a series of podcasts on the Cincy Jungle Podcast channel. They are available wherever you get your audio, uh, whether that's iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Megaphone, iHeartRadio, that sort of thing. Or um, if you, my show, the orange and black insider, uh, has its own YouTube channel. If you prefer that all of our stuff is streamed live on the Cincy jungle Facebook page as well. So you can kind of get it in a lot of different ways. There's also orange is the new black, a podcast by, uh, ace boogie and Zim Hude, And there is chalk talk by Matt Minnick, uh, who does some great film breakdowns. So check that out as well. The other, uh, you know, the, the announcements I want to make in terms of regular season, for those who do not know, we do a post-game analysis similar to this, a post-game analysis after every Bengals game to talk about what happened, what transpired, you know, the win, the loss, the draw, uh, the injuries, all of that. So we break down that and we will continue that this year. So we hope that you can come with, uh, join us for the live reactions to every game that we, uh, that we cover here for Cincy Jungle. The other thing that we're going to be doing, myself, my co-host John Sheeran and Matt Minnick, uh, and maybe some others as well, we will be doing some uh, pregame coverage on the website. So if you are uh, interested in getting uh, your Bengals weekend started right, we're gonna, we, we have some details yet to hash out, but we are going to be doing a pregame show uh, we have gathered actually, or we are in the process of gathering potential sponsors for that. If you are interested in sponsoring the show, we'd love to have you uh, or your business do that. But at any rate, um, we are looking at uh, doing a pregame show 
to help get you going with your Bengals coverage. Now we're going to be doing some interviews. We're going to be bringing in guests. We're going to be talking about the game, all of that good stuff. So uh, we're going to be adding more to the slate in terms of the podcast and um, bringing you more coverage as the 2020 season unfolds. Hey, a lot of a lot of us, unfortunately, are you know we're kind of stuck at home and situations are a little bit different with the pandemic. So we want to bring you as much quality coverage on the Cincinnati Bengals that we can. And I thank you for tuning into not only this this news jump to the week, but the rest of the shows that we do either by myself or my other great hosts on Cincy Jungle. So thank you guys. We'll see you soon. That's going to do it for the Monday news jump. We'll see you Wednesday night for the weekly show and uh, keep your chins up. I know there's some injury stuff, but more to do's less time and an infinite number of tools to keep track of sometimes doing business has never felt harder but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals you can just use hubspot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier imagine this high quality leads fast closing deals wildly happy customers and more benchmark breaking quarters it's not a miracle it's hubspot visit hubspot.com to get started today